When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rogue Podcast. I am your host, Sal. Uh-huh. Shoe wearer. Shoe Lightsaber wielder. Owner of a cellular device. You know, that reminds me of in Overwatch. You can like Who are you? <laughs> With me as <laughs> your other host, Lizzie. <laughs> Hi. No, okay, so in Overwatch you can like um you have your username and then like sometimes under your username uh, like if they look at your like your your gaming profile, I guess, like it'll have like a little thing, and it's like a kind of like a like a, a title. So like there's like oh you know the rogue or you know the uh, you know the epic challenge master whatever because you can like unlock them through doing stuff or you can just buy some I think. <laughs> okay. um, well, you can't buy the ones that are achievable like achieve like you get through getting achievements and stuff. Okay. But so me and my friends uh did this like really difficult achievement and we got the hero of the light like title. And it's like super cool and we all put it on because we were like, we earned this, like we we earned this. And so now we're just like it just it, if you look at our group when we're all playing, it's just like the hero of the light, the hero of the light, the hero of the light, the hero of the light. It's all. I was just, when you were explaining yourself in titles of the shoe wearer. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm tired from working. Is this what life is? You just mm-hmm. work? Yeah. But then you get to do fun stuff with your money. Whatever's left. But. <laughs> After the bills, you have money left over and you're like, ooh, I would like a comic book. And then you enjoy it. But then I do something fun, and then mom is like, why are you doing that? You should be saving the money. Yeah, or you can put the money away and pay your student loans. I am. Yeah, so, yeah, there's many ways. But that's the thing. So life is just go to work. Come back. Mm -hmm. Maybe do something. I mean, you could not go to work and just, like, be a drifter, a leaf on the wind (laughs) with no bathroom or shower. Mm. Um, You know, but, yeah, if you want to live in a society that you have to work. Uh, the field you have chosen was hopefully something you liked. Yeah. But it is hard work. It's just very repetitive. I mean, I feel like all jobs are repetitive. Yeah, but why? Like, what? Who created work? Who said that people needed to work? I mean... I, who, especially like service like who said i want 
to be a server and serve people food. I want people to be mean to me. Like, yeah. well, nobody <laughs> said that for sure. <laughs> maybe. Um, but, like, I don't know. Maybe it was just somebody who knew how to make better food than everybody else in the little village. And they were like, I will give you two whole rabbits if you make the stew for me. Also, um, side side note of a side note. Um, I know Axel is asleep, but I... Uh, so I was playing Animal Crossing earlier, and I was like, and I haven't played in a while. Mm-hmm. I forgot. His house is still on my island. <laughs> but I can't do anything about it because I deleted his user off of my, like, switch. Uh-huh. So I can't even, like, go and be Axel and, like, delete the house or, like, delete the save or anything. Mm-hmm. So now I'm stuck, and I have a second house that I came and go inside of. Or, like, like I can't demolish it, because it's like, well, a user might want it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? So he has to go back to his house and, like, take care no, of his affairs? No, he can't, because he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a thing on I my mean, Switch anymore. he still has anymore. his own account, right? Not on my Switch. Right, not on your Switch, but still, like, if he signs into his account, it's not the same island No. Room. Well, I don't know that. But anyway, I just have to say I was going to tell him that. So I'm like, get off of my island. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Right. You've become a landlord. <laughs> like, excuse me, you're wasting space over here. I well, it's just like. I've never seen you for a while. Why are you crying? Echo, don't cry. It's okay. Why are you being a crap? You can come this way. <laughs> but anyway, that's all. That's all I had to say um, about that. Well, we aren't here to talk about Animal Crossing Islands, Lizzie. No? We are here to talk about Ahsoka, Episode 8, the finale, The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord, um, which wrapped up Season 1 of Ahsoka. That's what we're here to talk about. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's not... That's not... Uh, that's not... Per Animal my Crossing. last email, <laughs> <laughs> we are here to talk about Ahsoka this episode. <laughs> Um, it's the finale. It was, I don't know, like we're kind of coming at it a little bit later. Like the kind of season got away from us and we fell a little bit behind and, uh, apparently we forgot to record this. So we're actually recording this in the future or in the now way after the strikes have ended. Hmm. And, you know, we're kind of looking back on the whole season, but you know, it's, uh, good times that's what we're doing uh i mean you you i still think the best thing about ahsoka is ezra and sabine yeah i like i said before i don't not that i don't care about ahsoka you know i loved ahsoka when i was younger mm-hmm. she's great she was a brat and then she like learned and she grew up and blah 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 all cool but i i I don't know, I guess I didn't really, like, connect with her. Like, as much as I grew up with, literally grew up with her, mm-hmm. except I'm not, like, what, however old she is now, like, what, 40? Right, right, right. But, like, I technically I grew up with this character. Yeah. You I'm not obsessed with her. You are that Clone Wars generation, but you didn't, like, imprint on her like that. 
the way that maybe a bunch of other kids your age did. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Like, do you have a character that you sort of like? You know, I really, really... liked Barisafi. Oh well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> no, I still think she's correct. What she did was wrong, but she's right. correct. Okay. Well, that could. I mean, that's that's my that's my Sagarera argument. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> but with I liked I liked her because she was like she thought before she did things. And she was very smart, and she mm-hmm. was, like, pretty quiet and, like, well-mannered. And, like, I don't want to say she was a foil to Ahsoka, but they complemented each other very well. And that, I'm like... Yeah, like, when the, like in the first, like, in, you know, it's like those season two episodes where they really get to, like, play off of each other. And it's, like, very clear, you know, how different Ahsoka is from her and also how different their teachings from their masters, you know, because, like... Mm-hmm. You know, she's, you know, uh, Luminara is like, well, my Padawan has memorized the entire layout of the maps or whatever. <laughs> and Anakin's like, uh, my, my Padawan's ready to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's go. Because, uh, like, that's not the way that he trains, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just, I really like that way that both of them, and then it kind of also comes to a head where, you know, Luminara's already ready to be like, well, I guess they failed their mission or whatever, so I guess we they're should just... They're dead. Go. Guess cool. they're dead. <laughs> and Anakin doesn't want to give up on Ahsoka. He's like, no, I think, you know, they're going to accomplish their mission. I believe in my Padawan. You know, and mm-hmm. Luminara's like, are you sure you don't have attachments? <laughs> but, you know, the, the way that even their training is different. I always thought that was kind of interesting, kind of cool. Um, yeah, but, but Bear Safi, yeah, I liked a lot. Uh, I mean, she was in very few episodes. Yeah, but, but any that she was in, in was pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. She was in like some really good ones. Uh, I didn't expect that answer. I kind of feel like coming back to Ahsoka, like these last two episodes. I feel like she's finally, like she's connected much more to the character that feels more familiar to her in Rebels and Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, where she's like standing by her thing and standing by her student and standing by her her people and like yeah. listening as opposed to just being headstrong and doing whatever she thinks is the right way and trying to like make everybody else do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like how in this one she's like, well, my, pato- my master was there for me. Like, it, like she's taking the good things that Anakin taught her instead of just like distinguishing herself because of what he became you know that is like a lot of her journey uh and i think like coming to terms with that whole issue (laughs) is like i think in this episode you see it like how much it affects like when she talks to when she has that scene with sabine where she's like you know my padawan my master stood by me so i'm gonna stand by you Mm -hmm. (laughs) unsaid even though you're wrong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's not exactly what he okay. Mm. But anyway, but, I don't know. This yeah. is a really good episode. It's a lot of action. Mm-hmm. And here's where I'm gonna like Axel has been listening to the Sith list, and most importantly, or not most importantly, but notably Eric Struthers, who was like, uh, I don't know, like I didn't like the choreo or whatever. And you know, I, I don't want to be like, I'm a choreo dude, so I'm right. But 
<laughs> I really like the choreo in this episode. It like in general, the choreo in the, like the fighting, the choreography in this whole series has been really well done. But especially in this episode, it is like over the top, and the fight between Morgan Elspeth and Ahsoka is excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, like better than any fight in the series, not only the series, but probably in a lot of series that we've seen. Um, and I kind of was thinking that going in, I was like. The show's about Ahsoka. Like, this is the actual... Like, we haven't got a Jedi show. We've had Mando badly swinging around a Darksaber. <laughs> we've yeah. had, you know, uh, we've had uh, Cassian shooting people. We've had a couple of other things. Boba Fett being really Throwing cool people's faces into a wall. Yeah, that's all been great. But, oh, I guess we had Kenobi. The choreo was not bad there either. But I think this is, like, far above any of the choreography we've gotten in the other series for sure i know a lot of people put like the prequel choreography on a pedestal and it's really really good but also like ahsoka fighting with double blades is like a whole other level and -hmm. i think people that don't swing around weapons don't understand that (laughs) uh i don't know i i really like the fighting i really like the physicality of most of the fights in this there are like a couple of pieces where there's like one specific part where like i think they're like backing up the stairs and like deflecting and ahsoka does like a little like double windmill with the sabers and i'm like well that's not like the coolest thing you could do but you know for like half a second but other than that like they're doing knee slides and like the same goes i mean ahsoka is on another level because she's dual wielding so like difficulty level hard yeah uh but like uh Ezra looks good fighting with his blade. Sabine looks really good and she's fighting in full armor. And mm-hmm. I guess that's a thing that people don't think about it. But I just like the style. Like they... uh, I think about it. Do you? Uh do you as a person that was in said armor, uh I think about being in armor a lot and how mm-hmm. claustrophobic it was. Mm-hmm. Like it was cool cuz it wasn't as much. It was definitely just, you know, chest armor. Like right, right. Like shoulders. the animated kind of style. It's a lot lighter than whatever she's wearing right now. But I, I, def- I definitely think about it. I mean, what do you think about the choreo? Do you, like, do, I mean, just as a, like, uh, you also know how to swing about around a blade. Like, uh, I don't know if you would consider yourself a martial artist, but you probably, you know how to do martial artist. choreography. You know how to perform. You've performed in Saber Guild shows, like, throughout the years. You know, and I, I know you haven't done, like, fight fights, but you've done, like, really good forms. You've done, like, if you, like, you know how to hold a blade and not to look silly, which is more yeah. than probably. Which I probably still could, like, muscle yeah. memory, but I, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't really pay attention to fight scenes in shows unless I have to study it for when we would have to study forms for, you know, right. shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one that I've ever, ever, like, remembered and ever, like, if someone is like, think of the best choreo possible. And I'm like, even, like, at, like, st- like trying to think of outside of Star Wars, mm-hmm. it's just Kenobi and Maul. Okay, like, the like last the episode fight. one? No, the last, his, their last fight together. Are you talking about Rebels? Yes. Oh, okay. So you're thinking like very... Which is like, this show... I mean, like that's what... 
this show definitely is more like samurai geared which is like very japanese influenced than Mm -hmm. like a lot of movie choreography is like more chinese influenced where like it's more like a kung fu movie like when people do action it's very like on a beat and like that's just how choreography is done you're one two three four five swing one two three four five block one two three four five force push but i mean that's how people dance that's how people memorize things that's how choreography in most movies work unless you know you're i don't know jackie chan who really like broke that was like oh no i do things off rift i do like one two three four five six seven block punch and then he's like i also do like i don't like one person coming to attack me like three people are trying to hit me at once and i'm hitting like blocks on two sides while i get kicked in the stomach Mm -hmm. (laughs) like other than that watch any movie and you'll see people are like one two three four uh I mean, not, like, counting it out with their mouths, but, like, you can feel the rhythm of a fight. I like breaking up rhythm because, like, that's something that I think about, too, just because that's what Jackie Chan did. I like really aggressive fighting. Like, when people, like, when certain fights, the character gets so angry that they're just, like, kind of just completely, like, throwing their sword Mm -hmm. or their saber anywhere, like... I guess when I think of like that, it's like Luke with Vader, like how he's Jedi. just yeah, like he's yeah. just like hammering down on and Vader. I think for that, it's like there's a lot of character in these fights, and I think that's a thing that people don't think of either. Like whether I mean, I think people think of it in the terms of like, oh look, Hayden is doing that spin that he always does. Like, mm-hmm. they think of it like that, like a signature move, but like. The way that you move, the way that you carry yourself, the way that the fight speaks, sometimes it should be indicative of, like, that character. Like, and I've been thinking about this a lot because Sabine specifically is, like, a Mandalorian, an artist, a functional person. Like, her whole style of fighting should be completely different from, you know, Ezra, who's, like, a little bit more of, like, an opportunist. A, like, he sort of, like... I don't know how to call it like but there's like this way that he kind of runs between the raindrops mm-hmm. and like makes things happen his way like it, almost in a han solo way but not quite but like that attitude comes across in the way that he moves the way that he fights like he has these really and like the way that they put it into this series is like he's doing like aikido dodges and stuff and like almost like a circular drunken master style way before he even has a saber and then when you mm-hmm. put a saber in his hand, he's, like, doing knee slides across the thing. And, like, Bo-Katan was doing knee slides, too, but hers were different. Hers were, like, military, functional. So I just, I think of I think of fighting too much, and maybe I've gone on too long. Mm-hmm. But I really like that they really did a good job of, like, fitting that to the characters. Um, and in this episode, I think it was really well done. Uh, I think, and then also, like, the fact that a lot of it was done by the actors. Like you said, you were talking about the intensity and the way that like, like putting that character into the fights, it was them doing it. So like you get, you can get her, you can get the actress who's doing Ahsoka doing the fight and you can actually get her reactions and her face on camera instead of having to shoot it from the back because it's somebody else entirely. And then she stands up out of a backflip or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm sure there's, you know, there, there are stunt doubles for the show who are doing fighting. And in fact, Ahsoka stunt doubles Michelle Lee, who you met when you were little. You may not remember. 
She part of the Lee sisters? She came and trained with us a few times. She was like gonna be in it, and then it, like, and she also worked with the uh, the director a lot, like that I used to work with a lot. So like, I've met her a handful of times, but I also don't know if she would remember me. But yes, like we all, you know, yes, that way it was on the Sal Perales. I was the guy who was there at the park training. You were there too, yeah. Uh, with my child. With my child. You guys were tiny, tiny then. But anyway. Yeah, I remember because a squirrel scratched my finger. How did that even happen? Yeah, those squirrels were like always coming out. Yeah, and I brought food one oh, time. Hey, that's that's the mistake. No, <laughs> I brought it for them. And so I went up to them and I gave them a little thing. And one of them, I'm trying not to take it personally, mm-hmm. but... Then, like, he tried to grab it. He tried to grab the food from my hand, but I I think he overreached, mm-hmm. or maybe it was on purpose. I don't know. Miss. And he, like, with his claws, like, scratched my entire finger just to grab the food. Yes. That sounds right. Uh, anyway, I really like the choreography. I think they outdid themselves in this episode. I think it's, like, far above... I think it's deserving of what this show needed to be. This is a show about Jedi, so the fighting needs to be on point. I know we're getting Acolyte soon. And from what, like, previews and things that we've heard, it's definitely more like a Kung Fu, like a very Chinese style. Like, so the fighting in the Acolyte is going to be a lot more geared towards something like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or, you know, a Jet Li movie or something like that. Whereas this is a lot more like Japanese. This is more Shogun Assassin. This is more, you know... Uh, Yojimbo or something like that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it fits. I feel like it represents the character well. And I feel like it's... Uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And I really liked it. But I also like Japanese. Like Ronin and Samurai movies. Yeah. That's that's fair. Anyway. Uh, shall we get into the episode? Yes. We see... Uh, Morgan Elsbeth, and they're like, you're so cool. Thank you so much. And now we're going to make you extra cool. Do you accept? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yes. And then they burn her face. And they give her yeah. the sword of Talzin. I'm sorry, the blade of Talzin. So is that Mother Talzin? Do you remember the episode where Mother Talzin is fighting with like Mace Windu? Yeah. I think it looks a little different, but like in theory, like, that's what I'm thinking it's supposed to be, you know? So, was Mother Talzin, like, I thought she was just kind of, like, the head of that sort of, like, Night Sister, like, clan? Yeah. Or is she, like, more than that? I mean, she was definitely, like, the big bad of the Night Sisters. And yes, she was the head of that clan. I don't know how they know of her, but maybe... She was more than all of that and somehow in communications or who knows what with these people, uh, you know, from, you know, these, these, the, these dark mothers or whatever, all the way back here on Peridia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, yeah, it seems like she was a lot more right. Uh, if they're like, hey, look, her blade is this awesome relic that you can equip like a master sword. <laughs> Also, so, like, it's not really in a relic. She's not that, well, I guess she's old. I mean, but, like, she died like that, right? not too long ago. Yeah, 
But I mean, like, who knows how long she ever, you know what I mean? Like, how, how, mm-hmm. uh, why is, I don't know. I just thought it was cool. It was cool to hear her name, first of all. And then mm-hmm. it, it was, like, cool that she had this powerful weapon that Morgan could use. Like I said, in a really cool fight coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I was also, like, you know, we were talking about last couple episodes, like, oh, you know what? Like, why are they teamed up? What did they get out of it? I guess they get to go to Dathomir? Is there an endgame? Although, if this is, like, the birthplace of the Night Sisters, why do they want to go there? Is there, like, something better there? Or... Uh, I mean, maybe there's something they can tap into there? Yeah. So, I mean, it like, but th- I think that's it. Like, they want to leave here. Mm-hmm. And then I also didn't catch this before. But Ezra says something like, well, Thrawn found that place and he awoke the Dark Mothers and like that I couldn't go in because I'm by myself. And they're like, you're not by yourself no more Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, But so they've been like sleeping or in some sort of, you know, like and he woke them up and promised them maybe, you know, the return to Dathomir or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Which also brings me to I was wrong. When she was like, Thrawn calls to me, like, five episodes ago. I was like, that's not Thrawn. But I guess it was. He was like, can you take down this message, Dark Mothers? Tell her, hey, come get me. Bring a big hyperspace ring about big enough to hold a really cool Star Destroyer with gold on it. Okay, bye. Uh, Mothers, did you tell her? Do you have any messages in my inbox today? Mm-hmm. Mothers, have you checked my voicemail? Uh, yeah. So, I guess it was Thrawn, even though it was the mothers being like, Thrawn told us to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ezra builds a lightsaber. That was cute. Uh, light- what, did you guys think he was going to do a green lightsaber still? I did. And I wanted it to be green. Why? I think green is, like, cooler, and also, like, all of the coolest Jedi have green. Yeah, but he already had green. Yeah, but I think green fits him better than blue. Like, I think he is a Jedi that's more outside the box, more cooler and original. Like, I I almost feel like blue is the basic Jedi color, and green is the, like, a little bit outside the box. Like... Qui-Gon Jinn had green. Quinlan Voss has green. Luke Skywalker has green. Whereas the more, like, basic Jedi, Obi-Wan Kenobi has blue. Anakin Skywalker has blue, I guess. He's not exactly Well, where did basic. he find that crystal? I, I mean, I think Huyang just has, like, a whole collection. Of crystal? But I thought it was supposed to be, like, connected to you. Well, maybe, like, he was like, which one do you want? And he was like, oh, that one calls to me. <laughs> That's bull. <laughs> I don't know, Lizzie. I wasn't there. <laughs> but clearly one works. Um, I will give you that, like, when they're building lightsabers, they can sort of, like, activate almost any. Because, like, there's this really cool thing I read that recently in the High Republic. And, like, all this crap has gone down in the High Republic. And so they institute this thing called the Guardian Protocols. Mm-hmm. So the Jedi were, like, they were exploring. They were explorers. They were, like teachers seekers of knowledge and all this sort of things like uh but they institute the guardian protocols and they're like we're shutting down all research outposts all those are going to be manned by droids everybody's recalled to coruscant 
Uh, and like, it's all because of like this huge threat in the galaxy against Jedi, right? So, mm-hmm. like, you know, all uh, Padawans who are ready to be Jedi Knights must be tested and become Jedi Knights so we can like make room for new Padawans and have new masters to train new Jedi, <laughs> like, like, like the Clone Wars, how they start advancing them really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a time like that. Uh, but one of the things was like they have all these like beautiful gold crafted hilts of artistry and beauty. And the guy's like, well, we're going to have to start like mass producing these because like it's kind of like wartime. So the Jedi are going to need more. We're going to lose. We're going to be losing Jedi and lightsabers. So we're going to need a bunch on hand. And they're like, just, we're going to have to start making them like this. Like... And they're all like, like the lightsabers that we see. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, they're so ugly. <laughs> and he's like, ah, they don't have to be pretty. They just have to, you know, return our enemies to the force if that's what they choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like that idea that like they're just mass producing lightsabers, mm. like is not, is is a, a thing. Um, I like how he talks about him. Like I like that he has the Kanan style. I wish it was green. Well, he but probably it's that's why he probably did blue. I mean, uh, that's the other thing is I don't know if I, they could choose, but like if I hadn't seen my family in so long, and I just found my family and I remembered. Probably didn't forget, but like remember that one of them died. Probably do blue to remind me of them. Okay. Well, I mean, the whole hilt is like the Kanan emitter and everything. You know, I do like that he's like talking. He's like, oh, like you try to do this. And he's like, that won't work. The thing's too narrow. Excuse me. I've been building lightsabers longer (laughs) than you've been alive. Uh, I thought that was really funny. I was just like, no, no, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then he was like oh I see your master was Kanan yes Caleb was a very like curious Jedi da, 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 da. he had two pieces he took the one and I kept this one just in case he ever needed it again. and he gives mm-hmm. it to him I really like that that was cool and now Ezra has a like Kanan style saber mm-hmm. ish for his papa mm-hmm. then he's like your master was really cool and he would be proud of you and then Sabine's like God leaves. Uh, and then he's like, what's up with her? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, her whole family died and she got upset. And Ahsoka was like, I think you're training for the wrong reasons. And then they kind of got upset at each other. And it's a whole thing. And he's like, I get it. I know Sabine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What'd you think? Huh? I said, what'd you think? I don't know. Oh. Sorry, you said that very far off. I thought you were talking to someone else. I was like, oh, I wonder what they think. I wonder. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> how, how, how? <laughs> um, I mean, like you said, I think Ezra just knows Sabine at this point. Like, even when they found each other again and, like, Ezra's like, oh, so tell me what's going on. Oh, you're training under Ahsoka? Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, how's, like, Hera? Oh, hey, how's this? And she's like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. He's still being a little cagey about it. Like, come on, tell him what's going on. Why? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think she's. That's just still who she yeah, is. Yeah, she's always. Been and she hasn't off. seen him in a long time. Yeah. And it's not like she has to build trust with him again or anything. But there is like, he's missed a lot. Yeah. But my thing is like, okay, this guy that I was like really close with, and I missed, like a lot, and like I would just spill everything. Like, you know, just, like, literally right. anything that happened, 
possible, especially because I know I could trust this person. I mean, but she does yeah. not. Well, no, it's not that she doesn't trust. Oh, I right? think she's embarrassed. I think she That's feels fine. guilty. Yeah, I yeah. think it's like that, right? Like she feels like I don't know. Like I caught your wave before you yeah. said it. <laughs> you were just yeah. You 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 know Sabine as well as I do. Mm-hmm. Like I think that she feels guilty about it, and she doesn't want to like. But I he already knows. Like it's clearly like that they're like okay we gotta stop Thrawn. Like he already knows what's happening. I guess she just doesn't want to say that it's like, I mean, maybe she feels that it's her fault, even though I kind of don't think it is her fault, but it kind of is. I guess she did give, she could have destroyed the thing, mm-hmm. but I still think she made the right choice. And I stand by her. Like her master, I stand by her. <laughs> um, you know, and then that's where they have the scene where she's like, I'm going to support you. Where I'm like, okay, fine. Ahsoka's looking on the bright side. Like, yeah, we saved Ezra. We did exactly what we're supposed to do. So let's go stop Thrawn. Um, let's do the thing now. Let's do the thing. And I like how Thrawn is like, oh, I guess we missed this part. When they were with the village, like the, the, the little noty people, and Thrawn is like, send two TIE fighters. And, like, and they send the two TIE fighters out, and they like have the whole battle. And Sabine like knocks them down and crashes the ship. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, got him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was like, I really loved that moment. It was such a perfect encapsulation of like, no, that's what we needed to do. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, I don't know. That's one of my favorite parts from this episode. I My favorite part is later. Okay. So they're like on Wolfback going to the oh. thing. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, this is also like, she doesn't really tell him that she kind of thinks she has force powers. And she doesn't really tell Ahsoka either. Right, right. Because she's, like, starting to think she does and, like, mess with it a little bit. Yeah, she's still, like, trying, right? And then, like, like in this part, like, when they're going to the castle, you know, he's like, rain down, hellfire, like, and they go through the whole orbital bombardment, and she's like, open the door, Ezra, and he's, like, opening the door, and she's like, help him, Sabine, and she, like, throws her hand up, and I'm, Mm -hmm. like, watching this going, like, what is she gonna do? (laughs) But then I was also watching this going like, no, you know what? Like that support, that's moral support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when Zeb held the staff and like Kanan and Ezra put their hands on his back because they believe in him? Yeah. <laughs> to open the way to uh, Lyrasan or wherever they were going. They uh, were emotionally supportive. Yes. He, he needed that and the door opened. Oh, although I do remember when we watched this because we were together for this. Mm-hmm. when they go through the door and it's like about to close and we're like <gasps> <laughs> like it was such a one of those close calls the doors this next part though when they fight all of the like stormtroopers that are there mm-hmm. and then they're like awesome nice we did that pretty cool we did a great job guys and then the like the night sisters like bring them back yeah that's awful <laughs> that was so sad i I can't even, I, like, I know a video game reference that is probably close to that, but I don't remember it right now. Um, I guess. Yeah, the Night Sisters bring him back. That's what happens on Dathomir. Um, yeah, like, there's a whole, this is a whole, like, big fight scene. It's, like, three versus all the stormtroopers, and they, like, bring them all down. Sabine's got full armor going head-to-head with everybody with a helmet on. Uh, Ezra has his lightsaber now, so, like, they're all armed and fully going at it. Um, 
another thing axel was like upset by was like where's all her like mando stuff like she you know like remember when in rebels she has like her jetpack and she has like the concussive like blast from her gauntlets that sort of like force pushes people he's like she didn't she used her flamethrower like once and that was it yeah and i was like hey maybe like you know maybe she didn't maybe those gauntlets were under her desk for like 10 years and she didn't use them and like they she didn't upkeep them and they don't work as well anymore i don't know but anyway Hmm. that's just yeah that was just the thing with axel was like why didn't she blah and i'm like yeah but that's easy to say when you're (laughs) a lot of people are like (laughs) he's got his head got cut off why didn't he duck it's not how Okay. <laughs> it's easy to like armchair. I mean, not a horrible question to ask. Right, right. And I like, you know, I feel like the, the story reason she doesn't have her jetpack is because if she did have her jetpack, this whole thing would have ended differently. <laughs> but like the practical in-universe reason is like, oh, I, I don't know, maybe it ran out of gas. Maybe it got blown up on a mission we haven't seen. Maybe there's going to be a whole... 10 issue comic book series about how Sabine got her jetpack blown up. I don't know. Okay. I bet mm-hmm. Sabine looks cool in comics. Uh, yeah. And then the dead rise, the dead talk, the dead speak. Oh, they don't speak. They just rise up. No, they just rise. And they do They're the thing. Grown. Like the music. Like it was like, Dilly? like that, that the horror music thing when the body start like, yeah. and get up again. That was rad. And then I, I was also like, that. I see you, Kiners. I see what you did. You did the <laughs> thing. It's in all the scary things. Uh-huh. I like finding TikToks that are like people that make um, sound for movies and stuff. And like there's one guy that's like, oh, like what sound do you think we use? You're talking about Foley? With this celery. Ah, yes, Foley. And it's like they just like put the celery up close to the mic and they like mm-hmm. crack it. And then it's like zombie noises, and I was like, "That's horrible. I n- I don't like celery anymore." <laughs> <laughs> you have to let it get like bendy. Yeah, <laughs> let it go bad. <laughs> My celery must be no, must be older than two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then they're fighting them like all the way up the stairs and like closing doors on them and stuff as they get all the way to the top, and like at some point, sort of Ahsoka sort of faces off with. Morgan Elsbeth, while, you know, Sabine and Ezra run up to the top and do the, do the, you know, to get to the ship or whatever. And then they're Mm -hmm. like, oh no, we're too late, we're too far. And then they're fighting death troopers. But these death troopers are actual zombies, not like people that were killed five seconds ago. Uh, So, like, I guess this is. Which is like how. Because they're putting everything into, like, keeping the other ones up. I think these ones are a lot more long-term, kind of like, you know, like, like Savage Opera. You know what I mean? Like, remember how they like, they did a whole ceremony on the one guy and then they, like, mm. then it's done, right? Yeah. They were like, <laughs> Thrawn was like, actually, my, my death troopers are rather important to me, Dark Mothers. If you could mm-hmm. just, like, keep them functional. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ezra has killed all of them and, like, it's, it's really upsetting because these guys are really <laughs> good. Uh, so, and then cool. they were like, fine. And did whatever. And then, like, mm-hmm. now they're like zombies. Zombie zombies. Yeah. Uh, and that's another thing I thought about when they did the whole thing with Morgan Elsbeth. Like, I kind of felt like, like, and I kind of still feel this way. 
Like, I felt like she was being used. Like, they yeah, were oh, very much yeah, like, totally. oh, here's this cool weapon, and here's this thing. And then he's like, you know, like a little bit before this, he's like, I just need a little bit more time, you know, for the Empire. And she's like, yes, my lord. So, like, basically saying, like, like, I need okay. you to stay and fight them. And then she's like, for Dathomir. Which is like, they didn't really kill Dathomir, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, she's going so that way they can go to Dathomir and they okay. can revive That's Dathomir. Um, but I, I felt, yeah, like, much more, almost like, because that's what Savage Oppress was, right? Like, they brought him in and, like, used him as a tool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the Night Sisters brought him and they gave him all these powers and they imbued him with dark side power and they made him big and buff. Mm-hmm. But, like, they were just using him. He was just to help the Saj assassinate Dooku, which they failed. Um, but I felt like a little bit like they were using her, too. Like, they were like, here's this really cool sword and we're going to give you extra Night Sister powers and now go fight and die so we can get away. And I, I felt a little bit sad for her. I was too, uh, especially because I felt like I knew that they were going to upgrade her and just kind of be like, okay, yeah. you got what you wanted. You said you were going to do anything for us and you vowed. I, I kind of thought, I thought everything was fine until like right before that, when they were like getting there, I was like, oh no, like that sucks. Because she's doing every, like, she did all of this, like, all the way back to, you know, the episode of The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Like, she built all of this stuff to get them out of there. And then she ends up sacrificing herself for, quote, unquote, the cause. Right? Which, you know, I guess she went out doing what she needed to do. And, like, technically she accomplished her goal. She gave them the time they needed to get away. But, Mm -hmm. like... I feel like they didn't really appreciate that. No. But that's the Empire. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, and so then they get up here, they're fighting, they're like death troopers, and that's when Sabine uses the Force and grabs a lightsaber. I was yeah. like a little conflicted and been like, what? Like, that's not how, but then... I don't know. I also think back to the George Lucas thing of like, everybody has the force it's just not everybody can like wield it in that way and like the idea that she kind of has access to it but like she's gonna never really like use it as good as like and as good as an ezra or an anna you know yang's like oh like you're like potential is far under this and i like the idea that training sabine as a jedi sort of redefines what it means to be a jedi mm-hmm. but i also but now um, she's just kind of a Jedi. Like, yeah, but she's not a Jedi. I mean, she's still Sabine. She's still not a Jedi in the same way that the others are. You know? Yeah, but uh, it it's much like how the whole Rey thing, where they were like, yeah, she's no one. Finally, a character from nowhere. Now, she's actually, like, part of this whole big conspiracy mm-hmm. thing and the whole galaxy and she's like the granddaughter of someone super yeah. evil but this doesn't like unlike that this doesn't really change her story like she's still a I Mandalorian. think it does I, I think she's still like she's still a Mandalorian who trained with the Empire like she's always been a prodigy so I feel like this doesn't sort of like 
I don't know. Like it, the Ray kind of thing, like in some ways it almost like doubles back on things that were said. But then in some ways in others, it's like, oh, well, like you weren't like nobody. You were like the worst thing ever. But now you can be cool. Like you can turn out to be the goodest person ever. Uh, which is like kind of cool. But also it was like fine before. <laughs> Yeah, I I just kind of wish she didn't. Mm-hmm. Feel like there wasn't really. I don't. It's it was like when a kid's crying and crying and crying for an ice cream and throwing a fit, and you're like, okay, fine, here's the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I I personally could have gone without it, mm-hmm. but I am not a director or a writer, so. Well, I mean. Now that it's done, Sabine can do the force sometimes. What do you think, or what do you feel? Does that change your outlook on the character at all, or? I mean, no, it's not her fault. <laughs> um, okay. I, I don't know. I, I just, I wanted something different. I wanted, like, even before, like in Rebels, like when she couldn't use the force, so she used like the tools that she had. Right. Like, I loved that because she could take care of herself. She didn't need people to help her with that. Mm -hmm. And she didn't need Kanan to be, like, protecting her and not giving her a saber. Like, she has to do it her way. Mm -hmm. Like, and so making it now that everyone just has the Force, it's just kind of, to me, takes away from her character. Uh... And just makes it now, like, just so much easier for her, which I liked seeing the struggle, I guess. I don't know. I think that I think that's just the big part of it. Like, I liked seeing yeah. that she was different from everyone else. I like seeing that she has all of these things that she, like, like, well, I mean, it is a difference from before. Like, yeah, she makes up, she always had all of these tools at her disposal. You know what I mean? And I hope that, like, in the future, when we see her doing things, see her fighting, or see her solving problems, she's still able to use, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I like, in the in, like in what you're saying, I hope she's not just like, force pushing everybody all over the place just because. Like even when she came at this fight, she was using her armor, she was using her blaster, like one hand on the blaster, one hand on the blade, one hand with the armor blocking her faces, for face. Oh, yeah, and but stuff. not. That doesn't really say much, because, like, not every Jedi is just like, all right, force push, all right, force this, force this, force that. I mean, yeah, they just go common, fight. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, in a lot of things, it is, like, utilized that way. And, like, even Ezra, like, you see him fighting, and he's, like, force-stopping people, doing force pushes while he's, like, slicing somebody else. To be fair, he didn't have a weapon. Yeah, but even after he did, he was doing force <laughs> yeah. push, Like, in this episode, he's doing force pushes on people as he, like, slides and cuts out somebody else. And I still think that the pieces that she, Sabine, has, like, give her more options than what another Jedi would have. And I hope that they continue to utilize them that way. Like, in whatever the future thing she is and however she solves problems, I hope she still utilizes everything at her disposal and not her sort of limited force ability. Uh, I don't know. I thought this was a really nice moment, like, where he, like, jumps and he has faith in her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's, like, a real, like, what do you mean? But you don't know how to do this. I can't. Trust me. And he's just like, okay, I trust you. Like, that was really, 
I like that a lot. Like, I like that Ezra believes in her and that she's going to do what she says she's going to do and that she, you know, he trusts in her no matter what. And I feel mm-hmm. like that, like that, at, like, like in my head, <laughs> the way that it works is like because he's believing in her and like adding that to his, like her strength. Like, that's what it helps her do, like, the move to, like, launch him to the Star Destroyer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because if, if I was trying to do something for the first time and the person was like, no, I don't trust you, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, then I would be like, oh, okay, never mind, I won't do it. <laughs> never mind, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. We're both going to be stuck on this freaking planet yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought it was cool. And then he does the thing that he, like, always does, where he's like, uh, Della 757, thank you for checking in. Confirmed. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. When he gets up there, it's red, such an Ezra thing, drags off the body. Mm-hmm. And Sabine turns around to run and, like, uh, you know, to do the jump because she's supposed to come up next and turns around and sees Ahsoka fighting. There's a really good line, and I like it quite a bit, where the ship's taking off and Morgan is like, ah ha ha, you know, you, now you will die here alone. And they're like, well, they, we've accomplished our goals. Mm-hmm. And then Sabine's like, not alone. And that's such like a Sabine line and such a like, like she stayed with her master to stand by her side, just like her master stood by her side. Like, I like that, like that relationship between them. Yeah. Uh, like they're, that was really They're just strong. listening to Hu Yang. Really powerful. And then they have like a really cool fight. Ahsoka smokes Morgan Elsbeth, even though the fight was dope, but she lost one of her blades. Yeah. So... That happened. That's okay. Hu Yang's got like a dozen. Uh, and then he has literally a whole closet. Yeah. Like he was, he like had the ship, or I don't know, vice versa. It was like, can I have a closet? And <laughs> so I was like, why? You don't wear clothes? Because of my hobby, I still have all of these sabers. <laughs> I collect things. <laughs> this is the newest comic book. Uh, not to mention the like six that are on the wall when the like little training room when the room converts when the table goes into the floor and they have a training room <laughs> there's like six lightsabers on the wall next to the book and, uh, they kill Morgan they kill everybody else and then Thrawn's like uh, by the way blow up the tower real fast just in case <laughs> I love how nervous he is throughout this whole thing uh, and it like bodes a little ill because he's like He's not giving them any quarter. He's trying to, like, make double sure that they're dead no matter what. Because he could have yeah. just been like, aha, we are off on the planet. They can't stop us now. <laughs> but he's like, uh, blow up the temple. Blow up, blow up the base, too. <laughs> just blow everything up. You know? And I think earlier in the episode, Morgan is like, well, what do you mean? They have little chance of stuff. He's like, you never underestimate. I've watched many Imperials me. underestimate rebels. So like even I myself fell victim to underestimating a single little jerk face Jedi. And throughout the whole episode he's like, I need a little bit more time. You go die. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway, bye. Blow up the temple, blow up the temple, blow it up. Alright, we're going, we're going, everything's good. And then they're like on the ship because Hu Yang picked them up and they're boosting to the ship they're like about to get there and then he's like that finally he realizes that he they can't stop him and he's like ah now i will make a whole ass speech about this <laughs> i thought that was hilarious he's like well i 
just hate. Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, I was going to do my impressionation of the speech, which wasn't oh. anyway. <laughs> I just, like, am so frustrated for him that no one can do anything correctly. Like, I she mean, could, like, she, yeah, she, like, kept them there. She didn't kill a single person important. You well, know, like. Or a single person. It was just them three. Just and they all any of them. <laughs> like, she failed miserably. Well, depends on how you With the power fail. of friendship. Wait, who are we talking about? Morgan. No. She succeeded, because her goal was to get this fool off the planet. She just didn't go with him. Yeah, but, no, that, uh, as, as, uh, uh. Thrawn, I would have been like, no, like these people are still alive. Mm-hmm. Why are they alive? That's unfortunate. <laughs> the, the, the dark mother is what have you to say? Uh, three loose threads. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, no, she doesn't. One is nearby. Any of them. One loose thread is longer. I don't know. Uh,. But he makes a whole speech. He's like, well, yeah, I knew your master. I was able to deduce your techniques and we, perhaps we will never meet, you know. And I regret that we are unable to meet and probably never will. Anyway, I'm going to the thing. Long live the Empire. You have been an ad- admirable adversary, but I have to go now. And then he goes. And they sort of get stuck on their little thing. They go back to the planet. And this is where we get sort of the ends. I really like, like from here on out, the music is amazing. The like epilogue. I mean, this is kind of an epilogue, not really, but like this sort of like whole like like ending beats of this episode. So we we see mm-hmm. like they go back to the little village, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, dang it. Uh, Thrawn, the mothers, and Enoch are on their road back to the galaxy. Um we see what's her name? Uh Shin Hari. Like rolls up on those the like what are they like the bandits or whatever? And she mm-hmm. like is there, she raises her sword and it looks like she's gonna maybe like join slash lead them. Mm-hmm. But all I can think of is because like there's a shot like it's like she sees like the bandit village and then they she picks up her blade. She's like, and then like you see from their point of view, like they see her up on the hill on her wolf with her blade raised high. And all I can think of is like the end of uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox where the wolf is like <laughs> with his fist up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Shin Hadi right there. <laughs> They're like, she doesn't speak English. She doesn't speak French either. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you see Balin and he's like, walking out and it's these these crumbled statues of the mortis gods and there's like the father is pointing to this distant light and so like that also confirms that the power that he's whatever he was searching for is there and he's continuing to search for it there mm-hmm. which was really cool um then you have like the ship coming into the rebel fleet and like ezra gets off in full stormtrooper gear Oh. Now, here's where everybody's complaining. Uh, why? Pe- people are like, why would he just roll up on the base like in full Stormtrooper gear? Like, you know, we get shot if a Stormtrooper... I'm like, that is exactly the thing Ezra would do. Yeah. Like, he would wear his full gear to be like, surprise! 
I don't want to hear nothing about them complaining anything about Ezra in the slightest. You tell them. You tell them, girl. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything. Tell them. They don't understand. They don't understand. What? They don't understand. They don't know what we know. Chopper knows what we know. And that's okay. That was my only thing. Like, not really. Not like I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not like Chopper is a dog. Like he doesn't have smell. Okay. Or like anything. I'm gonna refer you to <laughs> a wonderful short story in the latest from a certain point of view Return of the Jedi book, where a stormtrooper is in an argument with a like a, an astromech droid, and he's like, "This droid is like always picking on me and like locking me out of rooms and stuff." And then I was like, "It's not like he can recognize me in the armor, right? You know, it's like why does he always pick on me specifically?" And then. He was like, no, we, like, me and my buddy, the other stormtrooper, like, switched armors, and the droid still ran over my foot, so he can still tell it's me. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. And also relevant and canon. So there. Fine. Uh, whatever. But, uh, but anyway, I, was, I, like, I thought it was really cute, but then afterwards I was like, huh? <laughs> How did he know? Um... And so, but yeah, I loved like Hera, even though I don't like that Hera, like I still like the idea of Hera that she was trying to portray. I was like, oh, mom found her son or son came to mom. Mm -hmm. I like that Hera just fine. There's like nothing wrong with that Hera. I just love the other Hera. (laughs) That is all. Right. But that's my thing is like, I would like. I would have loved to see a re- her them reunited, like with the OG. But right, I right. understand, and that's the thing is, I, I just she doesn't scream Hera to me. She's... I don't know. Like it, it's fine. I don't care. It's fine. It's whatever. I mean, she I don't plays know the character. Hera, she's she, a good she actress. She plays the character well, but. I just, like, there's already somebody that plays the character. (laughs) Yeah, but then also, like, but then I don't know, like, and I can't say, like, oh, well, I just hate all of the, like, the the live-action character. No, because I I really like the Ezra. Mm -hmm. He looks really good. I do like the Sabine now. At first I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling it. But yeah. now, like, I think after she, when she put on the armor, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that makes more sense. You know, yeah, now that you say it, like, when you say it like that, like, because I really do love Ezra and Sabine, like, both of them, the actors in their live action forms. And I like Hera fine, <laughs> but, like, not in the same way that, like, as soon as they open their mouth, you're like, oh, that's Ezra. Oh, that's Sabine. So, yes, I understand. And I, I, I see what you're saying. I yeah. think I understand what you mean. She doesn't scream. At but Paris. I will say her performance of how she saw like Ezra was okay. It was decent. Yeah. Like she If I was the mother of that child though, I would be bawling my eyes out. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> was... I was bawling my eyes out and I'm not even the mother of that <laughs> child. <laughs> but you have missed him too. <laughs> We've all missed Ezra. Um so that was really nice. I wish Seb was there. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you'll see him soon. Uh, then we have, like, Thrawn and them all coming in to Dathomir. And I was like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I guess that's where they want to go. Is he just going to drop them off and be like, okay, I'm going to go with the Empire now, or, or they have stuff to do? And then, of course, whatever they're carrying, mm-hmm. like those crates. Everybody keeps going on about, like, there, there are these dead bodies, and da, 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 they're going to be like a zombie army. That'd be kind of cool. It would be interesting, but I feel like... I, I don't that kind of failed. I don't feel like that's enough to be, like, a big threat. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's enough to be this, this sort of, like, whatever they have has to be a threat to the entire Republic. Um, I don't know. Well, my thing is, like, that didn't work. They died immediately. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, to be fair, they were fighting three Jedi, and, like, you know, across the whole, I don't know, across the whole New Republic, <laughs> how many Jedi is there? Four? Five? You know what I mean? Like, Luke's yeah. off building his little buildings. Grogu is hanging out with Mando, uh, wearing large medallions. Uh... You know what I mean? So, like, non-Jedi might have more trouble killing them, in theory. But, I don't know. I, I still, I don't see them as, like, this vast threat. But it has to be something. Like, what? I don't know. I just don't know what it can be. But the night, it, it's got, I, I feel like it's got to be something, I don't know, like, magical or, I don't know what. You know what I mean? Like, that they have to bring something different to the table. It shouldn't be pieces to another Death Star. It shouldn't be, like, you know, something so mundane in that way. Mm-hmm. It has, like, I, I feel like let's lean into the Night Sisters and the mystical stuff that we don't understand. Like, remember how they were, like, doing voodoo dolls of Dooku and killing him while he's in his sleep while he's, like, mm-hmm. trying to fight off assassins? The that was jealous. rad. Do stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if it's, like, a thousand voodoo dolls of every member of the New Republic. <laughs> They're just going to mm-hmm. kill them all. And put them in the fire. Well, they, 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 so they resurrect everyone from the dead. And then they teach them how to do that. So that way every little person has their own person to torture. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, it's, a, it's a company effort. There you go. There you go. It's like they're outsourcing torture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you remember Kaz's curse with the little doll? Do you remember that episode? That episode oh. of Star Wars Resistance? Yes. And they had the little doll, and, like, the one guy was really scared of it. Yes, yeah. I think. It, that's one that Axel rewatches a lot, and it's really funny. Anyway. Uh, so then we're back on, uh, what, Peridia? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry I, like, trapped us here. You know, or whatever. And Ahsoka's like, look, you did what you set out to do. As you got Ezra home. Mm-hmm. You know, he's exactly where he needs to be. And so are we. Like, whatever we need to do is here. And you see the convoy fly away. You know, you see Mirai. Which mm-hmm. is the first time we've seen Mirai the whole series. Um, like, I think a lot of people are like, well, it's a manifestation of this and it's a manifestation of that. But typically, as far as we've seen in all the other stuff, Mirai appears as a guide. So, if Mirai leads Ahsoka to whatever that place is, like those Mortis statues, Ahsoka might know more than, you know, Balin's like, oh, I heard these bedtime stories when Peridia, da 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 and the Jedi Temple. Ahsoka was there. Ahsoka was on Mortis. So if she's a statue of that dude, she's like, oh, I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, we wrecked that whole family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so 
like. Oh, and then yeah, we. Do, uh, I okay. don't know. You just uh, hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I need my brain to catch up. Um. Okay. Well, that was the other thing is that we also saw Balin with like the whole father like statue yeah. and stuff. And the the sister was like gone. Right. And the yeah. the son was there. I mean, Which was sad. yeah, they're they're like all dead. Um, as far as those episodes of the Clone Wars go, but whatever that thing, like, and you know, he's he's standing on the statue, and the father is pointing, and he's like looking out to where the father is pointing, and there's like a light a shining in the distance. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but like when they first get there, they're like following. They end up following the sister, but they're like going to this light, like and that was where the father was. You know, that was the whole. I don't want to call it a temple, but whatever it was. You know, that's where they had went. And then, I don't know if you remember the ending of that series, but when they leave, like, that light kind of crumbles, and they sort of all look up to it, and as it's crumbling, it's like, it blinds everybody, and then they sort of, they're out. Mm-hmm. So, if that thing is like a window to Mortis, whatever Mortis is, or, you know, because Axel was kind of like, well, that's a place, and it was like this weird triangle, trapezoid in space. And I was like, yeah, but it's sort of this ephemeral thing that I think exists on like a different plane in a weird way right because like you remember like the whole beginning is there, like well you're at the coordinates well rex where are you i'm here at the coordinates what we don't even see you there's a weird thing in front of us anyway oh oh we're losing you can't hear you and then they're like on mortis and then they wake up at the end and they're like hey you cut out for a second oh you wouldn't believe me if i told you or whatever mm-hmm. you know so i don't know but i but my thing is Ahsoka not only has that connection, but might have a little more knowledge than distant legends read in Jedi storytime temple books. Whatever Balin is seeking, she might actually know what it is or be guided connected. there. Or connected or whatever. Which, like, maybe we'll see that in season two, question mark? I don't know. It's interesting. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, then, I like it, Picasso. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. They're like looking out into like the beautiful night, and then like Sabine's like sees something, and she's like, "What is it?" And she's like, uh, uh, "Nothing. Shadows in the starlight." And then like walks off, and then mm-hmm. I guess like Ahsoka sees the ghost of Anakin Skywalker being like, "You did all right, kid." <laughs> you did all thumbs up uh, thumbs up emoji uh, actually it's like the breakfast club when he leaves and he throws his fist in the air yeah that's me that's Kanan <laughs> no, you're confusing it with the Kanan ghost on the other side Oh, right. that's what Sabine saw <laughs> don't you forget about they should have had Freddie Prince Jr. right next to Anakin <laughs> for no reason he just tears sup like, not even looking like Kanan at all. Soup. Just right next to him, also, like, <laughs> nodding. <laughs> when you walk on by. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was cool. And I think I forgot to mention this in our last, like, Anakin episode. Because a lot of people are like, oh, my God, like, Anakin, the Force Ghost. Like, oh, like, what a cool thing. This is the first time we see Anakin's Force Ghost. No, first of all, the Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Second mm-hmm. of all. There's a really cool book called Shadow of the Sith. 
in that book, Luke is searching for Exegol. He feels something. He feels some sort of... This is the book where like him and Lando go on that mission that ends up with Lando staying at Pasana. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luke goes to Tython, to that like meditation stone where Grogu calls him. Because he's trying to like get in touch with the Force and like like he's having visions, and it's of Exegol, but he can't figure out what the Force is trying to tell him, mm-hmm. uh, which like we all know because we saw the sequels. But Luke goes there to Tython and like hits that meditation stone, and he's like transported to Exegol, pretty much, and he's fighting these like Force wraiths, and they like won't die, and. Mm. He knows he's there, but he also doesn't know how to get out, and he doesn't know what to do. And then, like, there's, like, a crack of lightning in this light, and this, like, robed figure appears with the blue lightsaber. And it, like, all the light, you know, destroys all the shadows and stuff. And he's like, oh, thank you, Obi-Wan. Like, and it turns around, and it's it's Anakin. And he's like, Mm -hmm. look. I don't know exactly what's happening, but this is, you know, you need to follow this. There's something else happening. There's stirring in the dark side. Like, you know, I can only stay here so long, but I use the last of my power to pull you out. And they're like, Anakin returns him to Tython. Presumably or whatever. But I just, it's like a really cool scene. I'm not describing it in the amount of coolness that it is. But like, when he turns around and it's like Anakin, Luke is like, Dad! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or whatever. You know, and I thought that was really cool. Uh, oh, but this is cool too. Don't you? <laughs> uh, but just so you know, it was it was interesting. Yeah, although I guess technically that would be after, huh? Because I think that happens like way later. You know, in the time. Yeah, because that's about the time when like Ray is left. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is like a good ten years down the line. So never mind. This happens first. Anyway, he's like, yeah, I went to go see my son, but he's just hanging out building houses. Uh, apparently, my son went into real estate, so he's you guys are to now. way more exciting stuff. But he's got no tenants, though. He oh. kicked the little green guy out. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, wasn't paying the bills. He wasn't paying the bills, man. He wanted to go. Uh, I mean, okay. Season Bro, one. My electricity bill has not come in yet, and it's making and you, me anxious. You live in fear. Yes, like I, like a part of me is like, haha, free electricity, and, and then it's not free. <laughs> and then, uh, no part of you should be saying that. The other half is like, no, that's not correct. <laughs> that is incorrect. I even called them. I was like, yeah. hey, so I know, like uh, on your website, I just looked, like it says, like you know, by month, like. Mm-hmm bi-monthly or whatever mm-hmm. but it, it's been a solid two months i think uh where is it and they're like yeah we're gonna mail it to you yeah. and i was like don't okay. worry we're keeping track <laughs> I, like, I, I, I trust that you're keeping track but um i just yeah. need to know so i can pay it yeah. please yeah. insert anakin gif incorrect <laughs> uh, all in all great season i think this might be my like, this is up there with Andor for me. And I didn't expect mm. it to be. But I guess, to be fair, I do like samurai movies. Um, that kind of checks out. And, like, they're so ver- vastly... Like, this is so mythic and 
adventurous in a way that Andor is not. But mm. uh, uh, like, you know, out of all the series that we've got, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Obi Wan, this, like this, is very close to Andor, and I really enjoyed it. And I think, I think we have to have a season two, right? Oh yeah, of course. I don't, I just, I don't think I don't they know. can just show up. In, in whatever that movie is and be like, okay, we're back. We got out. How? Uh, okay. Well, don't there, speak. There, there should be a season two. Somehow, but... Ahsoka and, and Sabine have returned. <laughs> Come on, that was good. I was, I was mid-yawn. You didn't catch my laugh. I can't laugh during a yawn. If I make you laugh really hard during a yawn, do you just explode? I don't know. I was told that when you sneeze... Your eyeballs will fly out. Your... No. That when you sneeze, your heart stops for a second. I don't think that's correct, right? I don't know, but, like, your heart always stops for a second because it always goes boop, 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 boop. Well, no, but, like... Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. That, okay, I just looked it up. I I don't like old people. It is a myth <laughs> that a person's heart stops when they sneeze. The heart does not stop. It okay. changes the rhythm. Oh, but it resets it. it. Okay. It your heart cannot stop. And I told them I was like, your heart cannot stop. Hey, like there's you... there, that shouldn't that doesn't make any sense. If you sneeze with your eyes open, do your eyeballs pop out? That's what I heard. You know what I heard when I was younger? No. Little, and I think it's funny because I can't tell what who could made it up. But when I was in elementary school, um, there was a lot of pigeons, and we would give them food and stuff at my elementary school, and I. I don't know who told me and how they got this information and why I kept it with me forever. But they were like, yeah, you can't give rice to pigeons because they will explode. I, you I can't know. feed it's rice. Seltzer, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and they were just like, you can't feed rice to pigeons. They'll explode. Mm-hmm. That's why in weddings, they're trying to change, like, throw instead of throwing rice, they're going to throw, like, something else. And I was like, I think those are two separate correlations, two separate stories, but somehow you're making them correlate. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Urban myths. Ahsoka season two, urban (laughs) myths. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to see where this goes. I, I'm, I'm really happy with Sabine and Ezra and I like where their story is going. And I hope to see more of them in the future. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that if someone asked me, do I like the Ahsoka show? I would say yes, but not for Ahsoka. (laughs) Like, the only reason I am watching this show is because of the Rebels characters. Mm -hmm. While technically, technically, she's a Rebels character. Yes, but like, I'm there for the original OG yeah, Rebels characters. Like, uh, I want to see Ezra. Yeah, I want to yeah. see Sabine. I mean, like, I almost feel like... Every, well, I don't know. Like, it's she did have a, a story. And she did have a growth and a journey. 
And I do like her story, but I just like Sabine and Ezra better. But I've always liked Sabine and Ezra. That's not new. That's not news. Yeah. You know, to be fair. But I also, you know what? To be, like, there's a lot of characters in this series, and a lot of them are very interesting. You know, I don't want to say more than Ahsoka, but, like, just as intriguing. I really like, uh, like, even the bad people, like uh, Skull and uh, Balin Skull and Shin Hadi are very mm-hmm. interesting. Thrawn is Thrawn and interesting. Uh, the Night Sisters, the Dark Mother. So, no, wait, those are the same people. The Dark Mothers and Morgan Elsbeth are interesting. Morak wasn't interesting. Uh, but I mean, like, a lot of... The- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the other characters, like, are also interesting. Even the 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 villains. And sometimes that's not a that's not a thing that happens. I think it should be a thing. No, it. Is, I mean, it is usually. Yeah. A good story has a good villain. You know, yeah. and I think in this case, like, the the villains were interesting, and I'm like mostly talking about Balin and and Shin. I've like been hearing. A lot of stuff recently. This kind of this doesn't really have to do with Star Wars because Star Wars is its own separate thing from Disney. Mm-hmm. But um, there's been a lot of like, I, backlash isn't the correct word, uh, but it, like a lot of hate or like dislike towards new Disney movies mm-hmm. because they can't, or I guess people say that they haven't been able to make a likable. Like villain, uh, hmm. like a like I guess in this recent one, uh, Wish, they think that the villain is super boring and it's like super lame, mm-hmm. and doesn't really seem like a villain, like villain villain I guess. Um, and like and I've been seeing like on TikToks and like uh, a bunch of stuff where they're like comparing like villains back then to villains like in disney now mm-hmm. and uh like i don't i think it's just wish that's getting a lot of hate right now i i haven't watched it so i can't really say much i will say one of the songs sounds not great but like uh, i'm whatever. trying to think of another like besides wish what else has come out from disney recently uh encanto but like encanto didn't really have a yeah. villain just kind of like like i didn't see strange world or whatever that was uh, yeah, a lot of people like didn't like, like that one either. But I also think that one didn't really have a villain. But I didn't watch it, so I don't like, know. I, I thought Moana was a good movie. I thought the villain was intriguing. Also, didn't no that the villain entirely. was like the, the the angry goddess that ended up being not yeah, so that's angry. true. But it was a good story, and the villain was good. Mm-hmm. Like I really think it's just wish that people are not liking. Yeah, I'm trying but... to think of like classic Disney movies with good villains, and like Maleficent comes to mind. Yeah, people you know. are saying like Maleficent or even like Frogo, Frodo, Frodo, from The Hunchback of Notre Dame, um, oh. because he is like right evil. Yeah, but he's also po- supposed to be this I think Catholic, like Catholic right right person who is like, no, I'm doing these evil things for God and for mm-hmm. this. So like, like blah blah blah. And I don't know. I. I I don't know what the hate is on Wish yet, so... But, I mean, like, I don't But I was just, yeah. I was thinking of, like, interesting villains, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, uh, people talking about, like, the differences, I guess, between, like, now villains and then villains. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but also I think it's mostly like the songs that they're upset about is that the the villain in Wish didn't have a really cool villain song and people are upset about it. I don't know. Uh, I, I haven't seen it. I'm trying to think of what I saw recently. It was kind of a lame villain song. I was going to say, song, I, think the, but, I think the last uh, thing we saw was the Marvels and the villain was like fine. But I think all like not, nothing against them. I like the movie quite a bit. But I think most of the Marvel villains are like throwaway villains. Like yeah. it, like Thanos. You have Thanos and Loki, and like everybody else. <laughs> like everybody else is kind of throwaway and lame. I like think, for one movie, I uh, think Kingpin kind of stands. Like out. Star Wars, like when there is a villain, I like that it's like a villain of a different problem. It feels like in Marvel, when there's a villain, they're like, yeah, this villain's actually more stronger than the other villain. And then in the next movie, they're like, this one's more stronger. He's fighting Iron Man because he's got a suit or whatever. But then, like, but the difference with Star Wars is like, well, there is this villain. He's not more stronger than this one. It's just that this is the problem now. And this is why he's the worst. I, I like that, like, I mean, going back to, like, the origin of Thrawn, like, back in the Legends days, like, the idea of Thrawn, he's space Sherlock Holmes, basically. And like, yeah. like what makes him a threat is not his physicality; is like his he's so he's a, like a genius that can outthink everybody. A nerd. Yeah, but that's like interesting, especially in a world war, where like most of the villains in Star and like going back to Legends, the good guys are like Jedi with lightsabers, and the bad guys are like guys with red. Like every villain was like, well, I'm like a Sith. Or I'm a dark Jedi. I got to the dark side. Like, every villain was just a bad Jedi. You know what I mean? Like, so to have a character like this introduced, it was such, mm-hmm. a, such a breath of fresh air. Because it was, like, interesting and intriguing and could yeah, fight and Thrawn the good guys in a different he way. He doesn't have, like, beef with anyone. He's just kind of like, no, Me I want to make... Th- well, yeah, <laughs> now he does. But I'm like, at first, like, he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to bring this... This government to victory. We're going to do it. Let's do it. Oh, now anybody, he doesn't like Ezra. But like. Anybody who's curious about how Thrawn and Anakin were met, uh, go read a book called Thrawn Alliances, which I believe is also getting a comic adaptation next year. Uh, and that's like, it's this really cool book where Grand Admiral Thrawn is teamed up with Vader on a mission to whatever, but it also flashes back to the time they met during the Clone Wars when Anakin Skywalker and Mithra Nirodo, uh went to Batu to help Padme. Mm-hmm. So, good times. Uh, go check that out if that's what you're interested in. Um, I guess that's it. You got anything else to say, Lizzie? Nope. All right. We have knocked out this whole season. Uh, we got other stuff coming up. There's going to be plenty more books, comics, cartoons. Young Jedi adventures and such to talk about. So, you know, stay tuned. Have a good time. Please listen, subscribe, share us with your friends, and, uh, you know, be cool. Like and subscribe. Be cool. Stay. 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 Stay.